0: Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 333. A very nice, echoey kind of number. Three of the same digit. It's been uh, a little while since we had one of those. Episode 222 was a good long time ago. Strangely. <laughs> My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you for listening to the blogcast. Today's blog is uh, back in the educational uh, arena. I've had a few of these recently, but it had been a while since I had thought about educational-type things since I was largely out of the game. But just having a little chat about it with someone got me all, you know, thinking about it again. It's funny to be interviewed. I, it, You realize that you knew things, and that you're not called upon to use those things you know anymore. (laughs) It's very, uh, it's it's very interesting. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to read it to you. It is called Chefing and Cooking in Education. It's been a while since I've been in a classroom, but an interview about my time at BAM and a journey through some old files have gotten me thinking about it some. It feels like I miss it a little bit, and I've been trying to work out what part of it is still calling to me. I'm not nostalgic for being in a classroom. I suppose I miss being with the students some, but I don't miss the toxic environments that most schools tend to be. I think what I really miss is inventing exercises that's the creative bit. For me, it was a satisfying stretch of my artistic muscles to create an experience for students that will help them discover something about a work of art. I was pretty good at it, I think. Was everything I made up a hit? Hell no. There's a high rate of failure in creating curriculum, especially when results can be so uneven. I've taught exercises that were tried and true across many schools and then for whatever reason it would just tank in a random class for no obvious reason. Teaching artistry can be a little like stand-up comedy in that success and abject failure are on either side of a very thin knife and you can never be sure your best bit is going to work. But still, I made up some good stuff. Some of it as ephemeral as an improvised scene, and some of it has made its way through the channels such that I sometimes found my own invented exercise coming back to me from elsewhere. Arts education, and maybe just education in general, tends to be a haphazard collection of whatever a teacher has learned from elsewhere. In classrooms, teachers are hungry for things to try, games to explore, warm ups to add to their repertoire. These are the things that can keep an arts teaching experience fresh, especially for a teacher who has a room full of expectant young people to teach and hours of class to fill. Good exercises are good food to hungry teachers. And food is actually a good analogy, I think. For me, some parts of teaching are like being a chef. I'm creating new things, putting unexpected ingredients together, presenting new ways of looking at old material. And in other moments, teaching can be more like being a line cook, just getting the menu items the way they've always been prepared on the table as fast as possible. So what I'm realizing is that I miss being a chef sometimes, though not being a line cook. This is actually one of the things that made me quit my job at BAM back in 2013, even though it felt like an artistic home and the place where I did some of my best work. The main program I worked for changed from one where they needed three consummate chefs to one where they just needed some line cooks to execute some dishes they'd hand down to us. And after 13 years of chefing, I I just couldn't become a line cook. For an administration, standardizing the curriculum is very sensible. They can clearly articulate their product. They know that each classroom is getting more or less the same experience. They can, more or less, mass-produce an arts education experience. You don't need to pay chef wages. You can even hire people who've never cooked before and just give them the recipe. I understand the appeal. Divorcing the art on the stage from the work in the classroom means you can replicate the same thing over and over. You can have mass-produced marketing materials. That's all very convenient, and I do understand why it seemed like the right thing to do. But to me, it was like taking a Michelin star restaurant where a chef tailors the meal to the diners and turning it into a McDonald's. And from what I understand, even the McDonald's is out of business there now. I suppose when I think about the circumstances under which I would return to teaching, it's clear I could only come back to a place that hires chefs. I'm not interested in being a line cook at McDonald's. Or, given that it seems to be the invention of curriculum that still interests me, maybe I should just write a cookbook. what is funny about this cookbook idea is that I did actually totally start writing a book of, you know, guidance for teaching Shakespeare from my particular perspective, which is as a teaching artist and I don't even know how many different arts organizations. Uh, and you know, I wrote a couple chapters and I, I think they were pretty good. But what I realized is like, man, I don't know where this will go. Like, it's it's super no fun to pitch a book that you wrote for love, you know, like the 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 children's book that I wrote, Leander's Lost Library. You know that that I put everything in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that that was that was a lot of uh, of work and and love and all the stuff. And I tried to pitch it, and I you know I tried to like get an agent, I tried to, whatever, I did, I, I did a lot of stuff around it to, to try and put it in the world. And now it, it isn't sort of in the world in its podcast form. But, uh, but to like, actually get it published, I, I I have not succeeded. And to do that for something that I only just think would be helpful. <laughs> like, it's a book that like, someone needs to want, you know, like, I'm I'm not, I'm not interested in like, doing all of that work around pitching for something that's not, I don't know, I feel like it would be a very useful book, but it actually really needs to have the framework before it can go forth. Uh, So, you know, if that's the book you're dreaming of, and you have a, a publishing house, just know that I have it started already and ready to roll. Uh, Yeah. But it, I, I don't think I put any curriculum in it, but I could. That's the thing. It wouldn't be hard. So I for song, I weirdly could not find very many songs about cooking or being a chef. It, it's weird. I imagined that there were a lot. It feels like a natural fit, right? Cooking is a, a very useful metaphor for a lot of things, not just education. Could be you know, a good uh, love metaphor, sex, also very useful with the idea of cooking. I, I just was astonished at how few songs about cooking, like the act of cooking there were. There were When I looked up, I was like, "Ooh, songs about cooking, da, da, da. you searched. They're all songs about food. And tr- true, you 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 do need to have food for for cooking, but like it's different. <laughs> like there, some of these cooking uh, suggestions were like strawberry fields. No, <laughs> strawberry fields is not about cooking. It's not even really about strawberries. <laughs> so like it's just a funny. It was a funny stretch, and I was very surprised. Um, yeah, so, uh, there, there are not, you would think there would be, and there, and there aren't maybe in other languages. I did actually try to search in other languages. I found a s- fun song in Spanish, but it's not, it's like an independent, you know, cool group of women in Texas, but it's like, that's not a, that's not a popular song. That's like they're the thing they wrote a few years ago. So it's not like. Oh, I can just search for the chords for their song that they made up two years ago. Anyway, shocking. You may also be shocked by this. I don't know. Or maybe you're like, oh, no, I know a bunch of songs about being a chef or cooking. If so, please, pass them on. Not that I have more to say on this particular subject, but you never know. It could come in handy. Uh, So, but in the end, I realized... It didn't come up in any of the searches, but I realized with my brain <laughs> that uh, Hank Williams' Hey, Good Lookin' featured some cooking, So that's what I did. And I'll be playing that for you here in just a moment. But meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Like, review, Subscribe. Uh, if you're on uh, the, the sort of podcast group sites, you know, add me to your list. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of ways. Um, and if you'd like to support this podcast with money, that would be amazing. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's also Ko-fi and PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. But mostly just thank you for listening. To this business. It is great to have your ears. Here. So. um, I'm going to give you. Hey good looking. A song I listened to a fair amount as a child. Um, I've tried. I I wish. Like I'm not sure how to do it. But I would like to do one day. A kind of torch song version of this song. I I kind of toyed with it a little bit here. uh, But. It's not quite, it's not quite there. Um, I feel like I would need a whole different, you know, musical arrangement. It's hard to do with a guitar. (laughs) Uh, So it's like a funny blend of like torch song, you know, country song, Hank Williams mm, folk business. I don't know. Anyway, please enjoy Hey Good looking. What you got cooking, you get it. Here it is.
1: Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Baby Don't you think maybe We could find us A brand new recipe I got a hot rod for it And a two dollar bill And I know a spot Right over the hill The soda pop And the dancing's free So if you want to have fun Come along with me Cooking as about cooking something up with me. I'm free and I'm ready so we can go steady saving all your time for me no more looking i know i've been tooken how's about keeping steady company Ten cents. I'll keep it till it's covered with age. Cause I'm writing your name down on every page. I say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? I was about cooking something up with me. about cooking something up with me.